Welcome to a very special episode of Hey Girl. I'm your host, Bill Janice. This is the first episode in an ongoing series that I like to call DJs That Make Me Say Girl. Join me as I sit down with innovative, groundbreaking, and talented DJs of all backgrounds and musical genres. This week, we are diving into the house music scene. Have a listen. Welcome to this episode of Hey Girl. I'm your host, Bill Janice. I am gagging right now that I am sitting here with this most amazing, brilliant, gorgeous diva, talented artist. I mean, I can't even begin to explain how much I adore this person. Um, this is She is a, a DJ, an editor, a publisher, a producer, a dancer, a everything. I mean, the list just goes on and on and on. I am so honored. This is Zarina Marani, DJ CZ Boogie. Ooh, hey girl. Hey girl. <laughs> that intro, that intro, thank you so much. Oh, honey, you deserve it. I mean, listen, I, I seriously feel like I'm fangirling right now. I am so excited to talk to you. And we haven't, I haven't, I mean, how long has it been? Has it been like 10 years? Is it, or am I overshooting it? Since we, since we, like, when actually we're in the we same room together. Other? I don't know. That's, that means it's, it's been like, too long because I don't even know. <laughs> I think it was when you went to see one of my shows and you came fully dressed with a, 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 a fan and a corset. When I, <laughs> I do remember, you remember that show. I do. You stole the show. You, it was like, Bill's here. Honey. Oh, ooh, yes. I love it. I, well, I had to make an entrance. I was going to a five-star boogie production. I had to. <laughs> that was 2000. That was like, oh my God. That was like 2007. Yes, that was 2007. 2007. That can't be the last time. Okay. So for, this is the first time, listen, audience, this is the first time her and I are talking in 13 years or, or even seeing each other. This is, oh my so God. you're going to, you're, this is going to be a treat. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's a lie. We actually talked to each other in Vegas when I, I came through Vegas and I asked you and I was actually going to check one of your shows. And poor you, you sounded so exhausted. <laughs> you oh my sounded God. so, you're like, maybe I'll make my show. I, I don't, don't even know. remember. Oh my, is yeah. that awful that I don't even remember? When was that? No, no, it was, it was like a drive-by night. I did a sudden call and you, I could tell, I caught you, you had a show up. I think that you had choreographed and you were just really really tired and i was like don't worry about it oh you were only in for one night is that what it was one or two nights you know so girl yeah i feel awful because i i would always make time for you i must i must have really been tired because i don't even remember that (laughs) oh you were a busy boy oh honey well listen enough about me i mean Oh, no, there's going to be a lot about you when we talk. Hunty. No, 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 no. Listen, all right. I, we have a lot to unpack here, but let's, let's, I mean, I just, <laughs> I just adore you. So, like, her, okay, so let's just let everyone in on the fun. 
So, you know, Zarina and I, we met uh, in Chicago. That's what I should mention, too. She's coming to us today from Chicago, Illinois. Um, but um, we were dancing with the Joel Hall dancers together. Really great um, jazz company in Chicago. And, I mean, girl, the stories there, honey. <laughs> like, t- I mean, just try and remember. I mean... <laughs> Well, there's a lot that we can't say on this podcast. That's one. But I will tell you one story that I even wrote it on my notes. I was like, oh, my oh God. I have to tell, tell me. Tell me, tell me, tell me. <laughs> well, first of all, I want to really compliment you. I binge listened to your first three episodes on Hey Girl, and I am so impressed. Oh, They're thank so you. good. Like, it is so good. And I have listened to a lot of podcasts. And it was like from the artwork with you and that sleek tuxedo. Oh, I mean, oh, it was you're so, so beautiful. Sweet. So glamorous, and you are a natural host. Natural host. Thank you. Honestly, I'm really flattered. That means a lot coming from you, really. You're because I I have so much respect for what you do. I mean, for real. Thank you. Thank you. And and your guests were all awesome. <laughs> I love it. Listen to the, listen, our little our little love fest here. <laughs> for real. And I'm I'm looking at him with his like fancy microphone with a spit guard in front. I'm like, okay. You know, I spit when I talk. <laughs> I'll ask me what I thought to. <laughs> so, um, yeah, yeah. So we, we, you know, we, we, we had, you know, like when we were training. As I'm sure every dancer that listens to this know it was our life. We would take three classes a day, oh. maybe take a break, and then go back and sometimes night. more, sometimes more, and then yeah, yeah. take classes a night and then do rehearsal. And um, you know, we were in a junior company before we were in the regular company. <laughs> we used to have right, to do right yeah they and they they made us feel junior for a while <laughs> we, listen yeah oh. no, and that's the thing too. you're right we can't there's a lot of things we probably can't say because we had some crazy times um but i definitely want to reminisce a little bit joe i loved that time together with us and um we worked hard. you know it was it was we worked so hard and we had no time for anything else well we did have like, time to we, go to my we were party. so dedicated and so focused we did have time to go to well, my I, party <laughs> we'll, we'll get there oh, oh right we'll so get i there. just wanted but, to say but, that bill you, you always amaze me because in your first podcast you were talking about i don't know if it was your second one you were talking about how you came and you, you know because you had your bill outfit you had your jazz pants and then your cut off sweatpants over them right and yep. <laughs> and i just remember oh you you know like we used to like have good times going out to nightclubs but the, i don't even know how we did it because thinking about that now we would like go out and get it in and then we would have rehearsals and classes the next day and we would do it i just remember one time we went really hard and you crashed out in my guest room just passed out and then i woke up i don't know which is now my studio that echoes and I woke up, I don't know if it was 11 in the morning, 10 in the morning. I don't know if we had to dance or do a, a show at the old people's, uh, old folks' homes or whatever that. <laughs> but I was like, Bill, wait up, we gotta go. And you, it was like Night of the Living Dead. You were just passed out in your jazz pants and you just stood up <laughs> like that murderer in the movies. Like, let's go. Right. <laughs> I remember that. Do you remember that? <laughs> Girl, we did. We had gone, we used to, you know, we definitely had some fun times. I mean, you know, when you work that hard, I think you have to blow off steam sometimes, you know? And so yeah. we definitely had um, a lot of fun times. And that, that particular morning was rough. Uh, but I was trying to hide it. Obviously, I just jumped up because I was like, it was like mind over matter moment where I was like, all right, let's go. We got to do this. And we, I think we had to go take, oh God, did we have to go take breathing or something? Like there was breathing a really, it was class. a hard day. 
Yeah, but we made it. We made it. We I think you it. even bailed that day. Like we got there, what? we drove there together, obviously. And then, no, I'm pretty sure I remember because I remember we got through one or two classes or whatever. And then I was standing, you know, the studio that like faced the Starbucks, you know, like the windows yes. uh, that faced the Starbucks across the street. Uh huh. So you had parked in front of the Starbucks and I was, I remember you had walked out of the room. It was like a break in between classes or something. And I was standing at the ballet bar, like by the window, clutching the ballet bar just to stand up straight because I could because I was so just done murdered and then I look out the window and I saw you walking to your car I was like oh she's leaving no that's like, not gonna finish another session <laughs> maybe it was another, another session I don't know but I do remember I remember feeling like oh that's not fair we were supposed to do this together <laughs> oh I must have blocked that out <laughs> That wasn't part of my story. Girl, because we were hurting. It was, it was a hard day. Well, the thing about the, about the Joel Hall dancers, I mean, again, let me just say, let me just say up front, you know, we're obviously we're reminiscing, but it really was a really wonderful experience. I know we both have really fond mm -hmm. memories of Joel and the company and, and whatnot. Um, but it was, it was hard. Like when you were going through it, I mean, you know, you, there were definitely days where we were just like, I don't know how to, <laughs> like, it was just a lot of work. Well, he, sorry, that's my door. That's my dog snorting. Um, yeah, you okay. know what? We, man, we worked hard and we played hard. Like, that's all I got to say. It's like, I, I certainly can't do that now, but yeah, we had so many good times. Oh girl, me neither. Yeah. <laughs> One night of drinking. <laughs> well, I thought it was funny when, when we were organizing this, uh, interview time, she, uh, Zarina says to me, she's like, well, you know, I don't do mornings. And I was like, oh, Chad, you changed. You know, like, we couldn't <laughs> you know I don't, she's like, no. I don't do mornings. I don't Honey. do mornings. Well, because no. it's five o'clock or 530 in Chicago now. <laughs> well, I start my day, like um, I really, especially with the quarantine, I start my day, like maybe like, you know, two thirty, three, and then I'll have breakfast like at four. Yeah. So I think that's a pretty okay. good morning. I don't know. It's different for you. That's yeah, fine. I mean, so, well, then. So, <laughs> well since you bring it up I mean tell me how is you know what is what's quarantine life like for you guys for you right now over there in Chicago how's everything going? oh well you know right now we're talking and well you know quarantine has kind of evolved into something else as we know so I'm not sure when it's going to come out but it's I really enjoyed quarantine so you know um I took to pole dancing for the last uh year and a half I, you know and and so mm. I, and I have a pole yeah. at home. And so I have just been obsessed. Like all I've been doing with quarantine is just training at home. And I haven't found this kind of discipline and passion since we were dancing at Joel Hall. Like we would go to class. I love that. Right. But we wanted to, like, we wanted to, we wanted to get better. We wanted to take every class. And so it's crazy. All I do is, um, come on that ball 24 seven with quarantine. Girl, are you, <laughs> that sounds wrong. You know, my, <laughs> Girl, I know. Listen, I we're gonna we're gonna leave that. I love it. <laughs> Let's just leave that where that is. But wait, do you still have? Do you still have? I mean, I'm sure you do. You have the pole in the living room right there. Not like, the pole that you guys are removed from. One time, one of my after parties, <laughs> Bill and I Jared. I forgot about that. It was not my fault. You, that wasn't my fault. He jumped on the pole when I was spinning. Bill. So you know what's funny is I wanted to tell you guys. It's so funny. I have, have yeah, tell the story. Wanted to be a pole. I've always wanted to take pole dancing. So I had a pole in my house since like 2010, which I never touched. I literally the only people who touched it were my guests who would come over. So one day, and the boys love the pole, honey. So one day, Bill is mm -hmm. like spinning, yeah, and Bill, you know how to spin. You were spinning really fast, and Jared, one of our fellow dancers, jumped, decided to jump on your back. 
Yeah, I was like, girl! And that girl came <laughs> off the-, the ceiling, okay? Like, you know, like a tree falling down. And everyone was like, whoa. Yeah. Honey. Well, we, well, girl, it, I was and I felt awful I remember feeling better you were so gracious about it you were like oh no no are you okay I mean you I don't remember you being mad at us I mean if you were you hit it really well you were very gracious um and yeah, I, but I remember feeling really thing. bad about it and it really killed my buzz <laughs> so we had another drink no but that poll you know what's funny about that poll is <sighs> it's still it's such an old poll I have a new poll now but that poll I tried to uninstall it can I is it it's a, yes so this is my okay. new poll right now, this brass. But the old pole, I cannot yes. remove it. Like it's so stuck together that I, I can't remove it. Uh-huh. And so I don't know what to do with it. So if anyone wants an old X pole, you have to- <laughs> <laughs> Honey, if that, if that pole could talk. If this no. <laughs> pole could talk, it's like a tree. It, it's just, Hunty. yeah. Oh girl. I'm seriously being like flooded with like nostalgic mm-hmm. memories, you know? I remember, you know, you know, I always really, you know, and I still do respect you, of course, but I remember even when I first met you, I was always so impressed by you and you were always so much fun to be around. And like I said, we were all dancers and we were very focused on that, but you always managed to also simultaneously be amazing at something else. <laughs> like oh. You were doing your parties, you were doing your production company, you were choreographing, you were directing. And I remember that and I've always always you know even though we've lost touch just out of circumstance like distance and and you know being in different places and whatnot I've always followed your career and I've oh just so thrilled and and thrilled for you and um impressed by you all the time so how how did how do we get there like help give me insight to how you managed when none of no one else could at the time or at least from what I remember to, Mm -hmm. to keep up with the grueling an extensive schedule that we had as at the dance company mm-hmm. and then also simultaneously start your production company which then of course led into five magazine mm-hmm. and um and so on and so on we'll we'll get through everything but like can we start there can you kind of just walk me through your journey uh sure well just like i'll do a quick speed through and then so i grew up in the philippines <laughs> Me through. I grew up yeah. in the Philippines. Uh, my mom is Filipino. My dad is East Indian. So I went to high school, you know, in the Philippines. And then I went to Northwestern University, um, you know, Chicago, Evanston, because I wanted to be a, an actress. And so I studied theater there. So um, I did plays, you know, movies, blah, 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 all that stuff. So I didn't come into dance until much later. I took a hip hop class with Elaine, you know, Miss Elaine. Yes, Elaine. Oh my God, do you still talk to her? Yes, we still. I I dance with her yes. still sometimes. Like I, I honey, please give her the biggest hug for me. Yeah, absolutely. Seriously. Yeah, Elaine was a fierce hip hop teacher that gave us all that attitude, right? Um, yes, she did, honey. Oh, yeah. Oh. So I took I I started taking class from her anyway. I ended up at Joel Hall. Joel Hall. Um. So you know we danced together and uh you know. I think it was something about me that I, I always wanted to be my own boss. I always wanted to create my own thing. It was the same thing with acting. You know, at the time, being um, brown meant I was very limited to certain roles. Like, they always called me in to be Maria. You're Maria today. Okay, you're going to call in. You're right. Maria. You know, you're going to either, like, the prostitute. Like, so it was very limited. And so what I did with the whole acting thing was I decided to write my own show, which, as you know, I did this uh, hip-hop Cinderella thing where we were dancing right and so which was huge it success was, 
Yes, yes. So it was always in me to create my own thing. So the dance company, you know, sure. I was always into every kind of style. Like I was into b-girling for a while. I was into house. I was into voguing. You know, that's why I would see you in New York because every summer I would go to New York and take like a million different classes that weren't available in Chicago at the time, right? I was right, really into house. Right. Yeah, I, I love really that. Into, yeah, yeah. We went to classes together. I remember, yeah, no, because well, yeah, we ran into each other because I was there. I was do I was doing um the jo I was doing the Joffrey Ballet program, so I you know I was do definitely doing a different program, but um yeah, I remember, yeah, I remember seeing you in the summer. You don't remember we so went to nice. the Bourne, uh, the Bourne Supremacy. I do because, remember we went to the theater. We went to the one in Forty Second Street, like right in Times Square. Yeah, you you always want to tell people how much and I ate. Bill brought a backpack of snacks. Like it was like a concession. He, he Honey, well, you gotta bring them in. They're too expensive at the concession stand. The you whole movie stuff in. The whole movie was you crinkling plastic. <laughs> like, <laughs> like Bill, and Bill got snacks, y'all. <laughs> Honey, I listen. We all, I can eat. Yeah. Me well, too. and you know what's so funny? Really, not to get off track, but that happened to me too. Um, I was even alone. I was alone. I'm at a point now where I go to the movies alone, probably because of that experience. No, <laughs> but no, no, not at all. I'm totally kidding. But do you remember there was a movie that came out a couple years ago? And actually, it was titled A Quiet Place. And um, I, I should have known in the title that, you know, it says it right there. But the majority of the movie is really silent. And I was sitting in the middle of this theater in New York. And I, all you heard was like crunching and plastic and stuff because I love to, I do love to pick out at the movie theater. That's like my time. Cause it's like, no one, and I go alone and nobody sees you and you're in the dark and there's no judgment. But, that, <laughs> but judgment. that's it. No, listen, I feel you. I used to be like that. I would bring my own sex to the movie, but A Quiet Place, maybe not the right movie. <laughs> but yeah, but yeah. So, um, so yeah, so that's the reason why I started Five Star Boogie Productions is because I really wanted to express, you know, myself and my, like my vision. I love different styles of street dance. And it was cool because like we were all family at the studio. So I could use all the different, you know, dancers that we had. And I mean, <clears throat> obviously like having my own separate company outside itself did have some disadvantages. It didn't, it wasn't always looked well upon, you know, by, um, other company bosses, you know, like, because, you know, it, it yeah. took time away. But and that's another time away and they felt yeah they felt like we should have been focused on yeah only what they were doing so, I definitely you know got I mean? yeah. uh, penalized for a lot of that stuff but that's okay. oh girl tell me wait tell me can we can we say any of those stories um well no no just in general so if if you are dancing for you know a company or different companies or different choreographers and you know you you branch off and do your thing understandably sometimes and you're using the same dancers maybe they don't always look at it in the best way you know I get it. Um, you're right no they don't you're right they don't yeah I remember well because I I mean I I yeah I guess now that you mentioned I do remember some of that tension <laughs> but you know what I have to say Bill you know and I loved it I I'm so happy you know those shows, the five-star bookie shows were awesome you know so I what I would do is I would go to New York take a million classes in all these different styles find inspiration and then I would come home write an entire show um choreograph like 80% of it then get outside choreographers and then get the dancers that we knew and put this show together and it was so much fun because it was like this nightclub atmosphere and Bill I have to say that was another thing I wanted to say Bill played this awesome remember you played a uh, dirty cop excuse me I can't believe I'm saying this but remember you played a really bad police officer that would do like big jazz kicks do you remember that yeah 
You were amazing yes. in the girly show. Oh, stop it. Or was that Ladies Night Out? But you, so I always. That was late. Was that, what, what show was that? Was that, was that. Party Girl. Girly show was or was that Ladies Girl. Night Out? That was Party Girl. Okay. No, yeah. So that's the thing. Okay. I have to, I, I'm loving this, but I have to interject for two seconds. Yeah. And have to say, I remember, um, that was the thing too. I remember meeting you and you were this just larger than life in my eyes entity this talented beautiful girl that was in this company because you were in the company before me so I remember coming to take class and I would and you know how like you know when you're new somewhere and you're just kind of kind of scoping everyone out mm-hmm. you know <laughs> you know like you're just kind of watching watching everybody um and not not in a malicious way but just you're checking out the Observing. competition and you're checking out who you want to be friends with you know <laughs> like, and I just remember like you were you were so talented but then on top of it you had that was exactly it you had these shows you had these outside shows that were like nightclub shows and some even bigger um and it was like oh okay that's cool and I was so impressed by it and I remember going um I think the first show I think the first show I saw you you guys do was ladies night out I'm pretty sure uh, yeah um and I was just sucked in like you had me at that very first number with the black suits and the fedoras like I was just Ooh. gagging on every amount of oxygen possible <laughs> and <laughs> watching that show Yay. and I was like and then and then of course you know and then of course we became friends and um and I, I probably I, I don't know I don't know if I just wore you down and you're like I guess I have to be your friend this kid won't leave me alone no, but no. I was drawn to you I thought you were you kidding. you were so shy then so you, you Bill was like this quiet guy glasses who knew yeah a little I was a little shy back then <laughs> you were well you you look you appeared shy and then, then they then once they oh guys it's Bill but <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah then once 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 that one little bit of a hesitation went away the whole the floodgates were open like you were right? <laughs> so talented and I don't know if this is a problem in Vegas with dancers I guess not because everyone gets paid well but you know we were doing these shows for the love you know and it, it was like I, re- I just totally. remember you, like, I always had a problem with boy dancers. Like, boy dancers were just so, they were just not reliable. They were always coming up with excuses not to attend rehearsal. Mm-hmm. And you were always, you and probably Carlos were the only ones that, I mean, that just, like, I didn't have to worry about showing up to rehearsal or making up an excuse. And I remember one time you had an emergency. And at the time, I was such a wreck because there were so many things going on. And you're like, Zarina, I'm, I'm like, what? Right. But you were so, <laughs> you were just so like understanding of my stress factor and, and, oh my God, God bless you. You were like, I was so happy to have you in my shows. Oh, I love it. Well, that, well, that's what I was, and it, the feeling was mutual, babe. Like, and that's kind of what I was getting at is that I remember the moment of watching, you know, and not, we weren't quite, you know, we didn't quite know each other well yet. We, you know, we're, it was still early on. And I just remember being all those feelings I described, the, the impressed and all the things and just mm-hmm. wanted to be a part of it. And I remember the first time you asked me to be in your show. I think I was silently, well, maybe not silently. I was kind of probably campaigning to try and, for you to cast me. Really? In um, but I, I mean, I don't think, I mean, I, I wasn't very good at it, but but I mean, I do, rem- I, all I'm saying is I do remember, you know, wanting to be in your shows and, um, when but without actually coming and asking or whatever I just remember wanting um and when you the I remember when you did ask me to be in one of the first shows we did together which was it party girl was it was it party girl the the first show I did Mm -hmm. with you okay 
And I just remember being so excited. I mean, you would have thought like I got cast like in like the biggest Broadway. show on earth. I was like, oh, she asked me. And then you, and then you gave me this really, really great role that you let me, you let me, you gave me a lot of liberties. You let me experiment. You were with so that. good. At, you were like, oh my God, I just, I, oh my God. I wish I, I just remember that one scene that you just took. There was a scene where you had to like, you arrest, I don't know where I come up with these storylines, but you had to arrest a bunch of the boys and you made them like get on their knees and you were going to try yeah. and do a big jump over them. Do you remember that? <laughs> I do, but I don't remember how we, did we, I didn't really jump over them though, did I? What did I do? No, I had this like big We set up a joke, music. didn't we? We made it like a joke. Yes, but you, you, oh, you were just so good because you were just born for Thanks. drama. You were born, you would do triple <laughs> pirouettes, you would land and slip. I was like, I didn't even choreograph this, but you go get it, Bill. <laughs> you were so good. I love you. Well, so sweet I love you so they would I do I do I will say I do remember um one day after rehearsal and it wasn't right after it was um later that night so so here's the thing too I used to work at a nightclub in Chicago called Hydrate and Zarina was amazing she would always come um with our crew and our friends and come and like see me while I was at work and it made my night go faster and we always had a lot of fun but I remember you, I was working I was behind the bar and I and then we were and we were you were you came up to hang out and you, we were talking about rehearsal that day. And it was that day that I guess I had done something that you did not choreograph at all. Like I just, <laughs> I just added in like some triple pirouette down to the splits and then stood up and laid out or some, something, <laughs> something ridiculously, you know, stupid. And she, and I wasn't sure if she was going to like it. And I don't remember why we didn't talk about it in rehearsal. I think there was a lot of other things going on. And um, you, you mentioned it to me that night. You were like, Bill, <laughs> you were like, you were like, oh. Bill. You're like, what are you doing? But in a in a positive way. I don't remember exact words. Okay. But you were you were pleased with it, but um, and we were laughing about it. We were laughing about. You were like, where did you come? Why did you put that in there? But keep it. I love it. You're like, keep it. I love it. But why? And how did you think of that? Oh yeah, I, I I'm so happy that you you became part of the five star family. You're just so fabulous. And then you left us for 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 the big time. Yeah. <laughs> oh, stop Vegas. it. You know, peace Listen, out, honey. Five star boogie <laughs> is big time. I love you. So okay, so the show is the show is we're great. So I love it. So that's the thing too. So we're doing so now we're we're doing all these shows. You're doing all these shows, great reviews, all the things. Um, talk to me because it'll segue then into um, I want to start talking about the magazine and your your DJing. Um, okay. So let's just just to back up slightly to set us up for that. Talk to me about you know what you love about house music and what why is that genre why why that genre and what what about that draws you in and inspires you so much to create all, almost all of your art around that oh what a great question i never even heard it phrased like that um Ooh, okay thanks girl <laughs> no that was very good awesome. okay so uh you know um in the philippines when i was growing up my mom we had a little disco in our house and my mom would play which you know is the mother kind of the Shut mother of house up. Yes, Stop we had it. an actual disco. My mother and, wait, is the original. Said, yeah, see, like, I think a, of you as like being the queen of house. Uh, oh, you're so nice. There's so many queens of house. But, you know, so disco is the mother of house. So I was really into disco. Then when I came to the States and then we went to Joel Hall, you know, they played house music 24-7 in, in class. every class. Yeah, I loved it. I loved it. Yeah. They were like indoctrinating to do it like in the jazz class. You know, all of it, 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 they were all house heads, which is such a beautiful thing. And then plus, you know, um, so that's what really, really made me love house. Now, the magazine, listen, this is so weird, but my now business partner or my managing editor, uh, his name is Terry. He just said, so what's the next business? I had just finished doing this 
herbal ecstasy, like herbal business thing that was kind of like done. And he said, well, you like going out a lot and you like going to clubs. Why don't we start a magazine about music? And so he said, let's, so that's how five magazine got born. And yeah. Don't you love, you guys, don't you love how she makes it sound so simple? She's like, yeah, I mean, I I loved going out. I love music. So I started a magazine. Done. It's done. (laughs) It's done. The magazine's done. done. It's open. (laughs) Well, thankfully, Terry, uh, he, he had done tons of publications already. He was like, you know, writing already. So, and I knew how to write. So we put together a team and we, you know, we started yeah a monthly it was like a monthly magazine it would be free and would be distributed all over to nightclubs and all these different places and you know it was rough the first few issues were like you know like zine zine uh, quality but it grew <laughs> and, it became, and then the first one is kind of yeah the first one, listen like, i remember the first the first magazine wait listen i have to tell you this i still have it i'm not <laughs> kidding do. it was lego lego on the cover right Aww. Yeah. Right? Am I right? Was. Yeah. And um, and you autographed it for me. I remember the launch party. I remember being so proud of you. And I asked for your autograph and you Aww. looked at me like I was being silly. And I was like, no, I'm serious. I want you to sign this. I still have it. I have it. Aww. It's in a box somewhere, but I, I have made a conscious effort to make sure that has moved with me everywhere I go. Um, cause I've moved a lot since, you know, since then. And I just knew, I knew it was, you know, it was going to be something to hold on to because I knew that that was going to be a really big success for you. And I was, I was proud of you as a friend and as a fellow artist. And I, I still have that magazine. It's great. Oh, so. thank you. That means so much to me. I mean, can you believe it's, this would be our 15 year anniversary. How many years? 15 years. Honey, girl, that, that that deserves a drink. Okay. Cheers! I, I'm gonna take a big that drink of my cheers. cocktail. Cheers! Let's drink to that. <laughs> Your big old mug. Kajink. <laughs> yeah, we haven't even thought about how we're gonna celebrate cool. it, and it's changed. Obviously, the magazine's changed because now it's um after year thirteen, we or is it year eleven? I'm sorry, gosh, I'm forgetting the numbers. We decided to go digital, so now it's twice a month and it's digital and it's still going strong. So, yeah. yes, I'm very happy. That was a, so house music. You know, I. I just loved the music and I thought it was a great it was a great in for me too to know people because it's so funny sure. being a dancer like you go to these clubs and you don't know anybody we would just go into a club and have fun right and yeah then, yeah well we were our own club honey like we yeah we, we thought were, we, yeah <laughs> we, Stand we, back. we thought we were celebrities I mean I'm sure everyone was like who the <laughs> fuck are those people <laughs> yeah rolling around on the ground and stuff right. yeah so, <laughs> well that's the thing too I remember God, I remember having so much fun just dancing oh, all night. Yeah. We would dance all night long. Well, we'd be dancing all day, training, technically. And then we would and then go we did and all just night. somehow have the energy to let it have it all night long. And then we would go back to your place and have like an after hours party and dance all night long. <laughs> <laughs> remember I did those Wednesday nights at Trace? It was called Refuge. Yes, remember? Trace. Wednesday nights Trace. Before your time or not. Or, but yeah, so. No, it, it was it. It was, yeah. Yeah, you did it while I was there. And that was one of the things, too. I remember, again, I was just so fascinated. I, I promise, I'm not trying to flatter you. I, this is all just honesty. Like, I was so fascinated, mm-hmm. too. I was younger, and I didn't really understand even all of all of the business yet, of course. And I just remember thinking, mm-hmm. when people are like, oh, are you going to go to Zarina's party or party? And I'm thinking, I'm still not getting it that it's like a weekly night that you were hosting in the set. And I'm like, oh. what? Well, has a lot of parties. Like, I'm thinking she's got like, you're just, you're just throwing <laughs> just random parties just for yourself, you know? And like, and I was like, no. And then I still wasn't grasping the concept of like having your own night at a club. 
you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> oh, <laughs> well, then, now you do because you got your own. Now, girl, well, yeah, I've done, I've done it a couple of times now too, honey. <laughs> so I'm just, yeah, I know, I'm I've just seen. Mirror, trying to mirror you. <laughs> oh, stop! It's 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 too much work. But you know what's funny is like, you know, back then I used to dance and I used to really be into getting in the circle and jumping around and doing whatever house or voguing or b-girling or whatever and the minute the magazine started i always tell people the minute the magazine started and especially when i started djing i never went out on that dance floor again is that crazy why That's do you sad. think that is why do you well, why do you think it is people would just because you know like you know especially in the beginning when the magazine started you know, a lot of people would always come and talk my ear off about hey I got this oh yeah you, you know, no, well, you'd walk into a room with Zarina and she was again she was the biggest celebrity in Chicago like you no. like they in the in the in the scene no in the scene you really were you really were like you walked in no. with Zarina you were a big deal um so yeah you you, people so, wouldn't oh let you, God, you so <laughs> people oh wouldn't God, let you so you know leave you alone because they were wanting to talk and talk 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 talk. I think I even had to save you a couple times like grab your oh. arm and pull you to the dance floor <laughs> well because they wanted something for me it's not like I was like yeah some famous like they always wanted something like hey write about me or something so I think like that like my inhibitions as a dancer before when I didn't know anybody were gone because now I knew everybody on a business level it's like oh that's the girl who you know, runs a magazine and she's rolling around trying to do a head spin. No, I don't think so. <laughs> <You know? laughs> Honey, the head spins. Well, you know, it's funny, <laughs> it, you know, even for me, <laughs> I know, right? Um, it's funny, you know, even for me, I noticed that, you know, obviously I've been um, really excited knowing that we were going to talk today and I've been, you know, just kind of prepping for the interview. And again, just a lot of nostalgia and a lot of great memories coming back. Yeah. And I did, and it occurred to me too that, when I moved out west um, is when I kind of stopped dancing so much in the clubs as well. And I was trying to kind mm. of figure out why. And I was trying to like dissect it in my head, you know. And I think it's a myriad of reasons. It's not just one thing. I mean, it was just, yeah, it just, it, it, there were different circumstances. And I think, you know, um, the club culture in Las Vegas and in Los Angeles is, is a lot different than in Chicago. Mm. Um, house music is not as um, mainstream here. Um, the, as, as I remember it being in Chicago. And I think for me, you know, house music just, it just ignites something within me. It ignites an emotion that makes, that I just can't resist dancing to, you know? Mm. It brings me to that place. Whereas, you know, other electronic music, you know, in, like in Vegas, the Vegas club scene, it's not the same emotion. It's a different vibe. And I actually really wanted to get your opinion on this um, because I was trying to decipher a good way to articulate the difference between, you know, because I know, okay, you're going to help me because I really, I need you to educate me. If your umbrella, if you have like an umbrella, um, uh, what's the word, like, you know, title of music being EDM, electronic dance music, you know, house music is, a, is that like a subcategory of EDM? Um, what else, wh or, and then, there's, and then there's deep house, and then, but then when does it become trans, and when is it more dance? I don't know, like, can you help me right. articulate the differences between the different genres? Oh, good question. I mean, well, well first of all, let me, let me do a, a sidebar, like, I am a purist of, like, house, so, you know, EDM, or, like, all the different variations are not always my favorite thing, especially the more commercial kind, so, um, okay. it's not that I'm closed-minded or anything. It's just, that's not my no, thing. No, I, get so it. I know Vegas is bigger on EDM and like a lot of bottle service and, and hits and, you know, big festival culture music. So EDM, electronic dance music, I mean, it's any kind of music with electronic beats, which is including house. Okay. But when people say EDM, they usually think of more I know, like I don't usually think of house stuff. when I say EDM. 
Yeah, I think yeah. of like going yeah. to EDC. I think of going to like a rave when I when people say right. EDM. But I'm just trying right. to get the I'm trying to get the verbiage right. And you're the expert here, so I wanted to ask. The verbiage, <laughs> I love it. Well, to, to say so, it started like it started with funk and soul and disco, and then when it started to become electronic music, so disco. Just so everyone knows, it's all live instrumentation. They use like real guitars, okay. real drums, everything. When house music started, which was right after that, they started using um, drum machines and, you know, started using actual machines. Like to synthesizers mimic, and stuff? Yes, to mimic okay. real instruments. So that, that's what made it electronic. And so house was the first one. And then, um, and then from there, all kinds of different, you know, genres came out. Like, you know, like there's trance, there's uh, progressive, there's, you know, Deep house, so there's all different kinds. The house that I'm into and that I like is more soulful. And I think that's the one that you said speaks to you when you come to Chicago. There's yes. lots of diva vocals. There's lots of, you know, um, like pianos. It's it's just, it's more, it really reaches your heart. Whereas like the more like festival type music, like EDC type music, which is such uh -huh. a, I'm so sorry for it's such a broad term because EDC has all kinds of different kinds of music. Sure, sure. It's a but little it's, more. It's definitely a different. It's a different vibe. Yeah, you you know what I'm saying. Yeah, it's more like it's more immediate. It's more like noisy. It's more like you know, let's roll. <laughs> you know, would you say? Would you say that you think that like the the house the version of house music that speaks to you? You you mentioned you were, you can you identify as a purist. Um, would you say that you think that actually maybe um, has more of a story, perhaps? Yeah, for sure. You know, it okay. just comes from a deeper place. You know, like real human vocals, like I said, like the diva vocals, they, they just speak to you. Like you said, yeah. you, you understand. And I am not knocking any other genre because music speaks oh, to Oh, no, I don't, I don't think ways. you came off that way at all. Yeah, and you know, I'm 21, so, you know, I'm... <laughs> So the music I listen. <laughs> Girl, well, since you mention it, honey, I don't know what you've been doing because, again, as we said, you know, obviously, I, you know, this is a podcast, so you're, you know, the audience is going to hear the audio, but um, we're FaceTiming so we can see each other. But I don't know what you've been doing, honey, but you look amazing. I don't know if you sold your soul to the devil, but if you did, it was worth no. it. Oh my God. Um, because you look amazing. <laughs> You look amazing. You look like you you, you look like the boy that, that stepped out. Did of you find hall. the fountain of youth, hunty? Wait, what'd you say? Hunty? No, you still look like the um oh god when he said we're face humming, I was like, oh my god, I did not put my face on. No, but you still look like the same little boy that was in Joel Hall. Like you have not aged one bit. Oh, Honey, oh I love it. Go go ahead. Just Bill keep just telling gave a hair me that. flip. Bill just did a hair flip. I love it. <laughs> Well, I so, really think okay. dancers look younger. I really do think dancers and even mm -hmm. people in the nightclub scene, not the ones that have been ravaged by like drinking and drugs or anything, but I really think dancers, every right. time I look at our friends, they sure. look so good, right? We, we're we look good. Well. We're doing okay. Yeah, I, I'll agree with that. I, I, I actually, you know, I don't, you know, I don't want to appear um, overly confident. I'm actually quite critical of myself, but yeah, I'll agree with that. I think we're aging quite well. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> I I mean, I still, I, you know, I, there's definitely things about my fitness routine and, or lack thereof that I need to improve on in the moment. But, but for the most part, my, my face is holding up. Okay. Oh, like, you look amazing. <laughs> Always beautiful, Bill. Always beautiful, Bill. I call you. Oh, you're so sweet. Um, so, you know, again, so with house music, so for me, um, yeah, it, it just made me feel all those things. And it was just, I remember feeling, I think it again, also too, for me now, because of my journey and where my journey has taken me geographically and whatnot and into different club cultures and different um, 
genres and different you know decades at this point you know (laughs) um (laughs) girl um that you know um I have that my memory of house is you know it's something always connected to like you and our circle of friends from that time and I think that that's also what makes it so special to me because of also what's mixed in with that emotion is all the fun memories we have together again that was all um the heartbeat of that was the music Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you know right so yeah and I just got chills too to think about it because it's just it really is it's like it was it was the heartbeat of our story for for quite a few years you know yeah, I mean, we danced to all those songs and, like, we, we rehearsed them. And that's why I'm saying, like, if you're, like, 15 now, like, what you're growing up to and what's going to give you chills, like, 20 years from now, you know, it, it's going to be different. But, like, yeah, right. house, is, house is special. It's very special. So what do you, personally, I know you're actually, you have a very eclectic taste as well. I know what you, you know, I know your style and what you just described as far as what you, what version of house you like but as far as other genres I mean I know you like disco like what else like what else what are you like to mix into your rep repertoire repertoire well in my repertoire. podcast that I have repertory like in the podcast that I have <laughs> the species boogie it's so funny that you said that because what so what I do is because I don't want to just keep playing house that podcast sure. is um formatted which is amazing by the way I'm going to post the link to that in the oh. in the description of this episode so you guys can go and follow but anyway I didn't mean to interrupt go ahead no no thank you no it's basically 10 of my current favorite songs from any genre because a lot of DJs will have podcasts where they just do mix after mix after mix and you know they're very limited to what they can play so this is everything I I love jazz I love big band music I love um swing I love mambo you know I love lots of different things I love drum and bass yeah Mm -hmm. yeah yeah I love that old Hollywood with the magazine, um, do you find, I mean, going digital, how is that, how has that transition been? Or you know, obviously you've done, been doing it for a couple, that was a couple years ago, but talk to me about the differences between actually doing the actual hard copy publication to doing digital and maybe are there more benefits to doing it the way you're doing it now, or is it just changing with the times? Oh, great question. So definitely changing with the times for sure. But I'm so glad that we went digital. At first, I fought it for a long time. My partner was like, you got it. We got to go digital. This is, you know, but I was like, no, it's like nostalgic. Like people like the hard copy. But once we went totally. digital, I just wanted to, yes, thank God it's done. Because I used to get boxes and boxes of the magazine. We would oh, and 10000 a month. Yeah. You would you deliver them yourself. Like, Yes, you would actually oh. deliver them yourself too, which was crazy. Like I, yeah. I remember like yeah. you. What was that? You had like that. Was that you had a Honda? Was it that Honda? Uh, I a still Honda, have a or Honda what CRV. Con- I just keep getting newer ones. But see, yeah. I was gonna say it was a CRV, right? Yeah. I was like, honey, I'm, I'm driving a Honda too right now. Um, <laughs> I, I love them. But um, yes, you, she had it, and then she'd open up her little hatchback. You know, she'd pull up in front of a club, and like, and then it was just cases of the magazine in the back. Her whole back. Yeah, seat in the throw trunk. them all over the club. I remember. Next stop. Oh. Yeah. I remember working, I remember working at like Hydrate, you know, on Halstead and um, there was even times where like I would maybe just be like in front of the building or whatever. I don't even know. But I remember even times seeing you drive by with like the cases and I'm like, oh, she's on her deliveries. Like, you know? <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, what a pain. Like, Bob I mean, Magazine, have, honey. Bob Magazine, stand back. I mean, we would have like subscribers, so we would also have to mail them. But I just remember twice a month, I would have to make the rounds of all the stores all the you know music stores, all the you know clothing stores, all the clubs. 
I would have to go several nights a week to make sure everyone got one. And it was definitely a labor of love. And it was a different time because there were more clubs then. And, you know, now yeah. it's just a whole different time. But that was this really, especially in the wintertime, no fun. Ooh, so, oh, God, yeah. So what is, um? do you do, do you still do like all of the, like the artwork and everything, uh, marketing and uh, what do you, you know, for the magazine? The, the, um, the graphic design, everything? No, the graphic design is all Terry, my partner. So my contribution okay. was when we started was like, he would write and he would do the graphic design and everything. And then I would do like, uh, like I used to sell um, you used to do advertising. Interviews. I remember you used to do a lot of and interviews. interviews and everything. And yep. so now it's um, most of our money that we make is from subscribers. And Perfect. Terry, honestly, I gotta tell you with the DJing and with the magazine this last year, I kind of burned out a little bit. I, um, I've been oh. a party girl for so long and I was DJing so much. And up until I'd say two years ago, a lot of the nightclubs, I think Vegas also has shifted, but for DJ culture, a lot of the nightclubs shut down in Chicago. A lot of them, if not most of them. And, um, you know, thank God, because I was just DJing so much and I was like yeah. writing so much. And I was like, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna have music. Well, yeah, I you get, write. I mean, it's easy to get burned out. Cause you, cause you're yeah. like me, like I will, I will triple book myself to, to work. Like I just, no, <laughs> yes. and, and it's not necessarily the right way to do it. I'm just saying I get it because, mm -hmm. you know, we're just, I think it's just that, it's that old, that, that workhorse dan dancer mentality of just stay busy, keep moving, keep moving, keep moving. But also you love what you do, but it doesn't change the fact that you can get burned out. And, and as much as, and as much as we just told each other how gorgeous we are, uh -huh. we're not 21 anymore, hunty. We are not, girl, no. we ain't 21. <laughs> <laughs> we're 22 i don't know how we did it i don't know how i don't know how we did it i really don't because girl i mean like we did things we i mean the amount of things we used to cram <laughs> we into did one things. day we did the, I didn't mean that to sound so so cryptic we would but, do ballet um, jazz yeah. ballet jazz and maybe another ballet class rest in the afternoon and then go do jazz and then maybe a modern class go to rehearsal then go rage at a nightclub and then do it all yes, over again the next all day. night all, yep. Yeah. All I don't, again, night. it's just it's mind blowing to me. Mind blowing to me. Like now I couldn't even fathom. And, you know, and I feel like I, I kind of hung in there for a while too. I think, I think I finally started slowing down as a party girl just about <laughs> maybe, two, maybe a year and a half or two years ago. So I hung, I, I really? hung for a while, but I didn't, I did. I mean, I didn't want to, I mean, maybe not as hard as we just, we just described, but I was still <laughs> very much involved in the club scene in the cities I was in, you know, and I was throwing parties and I was doing things. Um, and, wow. Um, but Vegas what, is so no, different though, right? Because I mean, Vegas is like, yeah. it's still, it's still more bottle service, right? And more like scene. Yeah. Scene Which doesn't scene. encourage you to get up and dance because you have your own little table, little table or cabana or whatever. And also too, again, I just, I don't mean to keep using this word, but the culture is, the club culture is different here because mm -hmm. also, I mean, it, it has changed obviously since I've even been here. I mean, I moved here in 2005. I've left a couple times, but I've, 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 something has always brought me back. Um, <laughs> sometimes I joke about Vegas. I, I, I talk about Vegas as like the ex-boyfriend um, because I keep uh, trying to leave. Uh -huh. and, it keep, and Vegas keeps wanting to love me. It just keeps saying, come back. I, well, I just let me love you. <laughs> I did not know that. <laughs> because, I did not know about the back well, and forth. Well, I've left. Yeah, I left. Um, I left in 2009 and I was in LA and that was when I was doing um some work with Deborah Cox and mm. just doing some other stuff and then um then I went back to Chicago at one point um and you I'm danced with Deborah Cox all... I didn't know that wow 
Yeah, well, we did like a. I mean, I don't want to make it sound more important than it was, but um, but yeah, I did. We did like the gay pride circuit tour like thing one summer, you know. Awesome. Um, but um, but yeah, and um, then um, oh, I'm losing my train of thought. No, no, yeah, you I left go back to Vegas. Back. Yeah, and then I came back to Vegas um in two thousand. Uh, cause that was 2009. Then I came back in 2011. So I was only gone for two years. And then I came back, um, to do Jubilee again. And then, um, anyway, I'm not trying to give you my resume, but I'm just trying to remember what, um, when I left. And then I was here for a long time. And then I left in 2016 and I went back to New York and I was in New York for two years. And I've been back now in Vegas for almost two years. So, um, wow, look I've, gone at back you. I've, tried, I've left a couple of times. I've left a couple of times just just not because I hated Vegas, but just because I was just ready for something new or I was ready for just ready. I just was, you know, I'm, you know me, I'm hungry. I'm always hungry for literally and figuratively. <laughs> <laughs> Who has the best snack? Honey, yeah, he, he brings his snacks to the movie theater in a backpack. <laughs> I love with the crunch crunch. But are you dancing now? Crunch crunch. But so, wait, what'd you say? Uh, I'm just curious. Are you dancing now? Well, no, not really. So what, okay. what, an, oh, girl, you are, do you, do y'all hear what I'm you just did? She, she is, she has just flipped the interview because she is I'm also so a brilliant interviewer herself. Sorry. She's sitting over, I've just realized I'm sitting over here talking about myself during her interview. <laughs> <laughs> I'm interested too. The conversation. I know, but you're not supposed to do that. <laughs> okay, my <laughs> bad. Um, no, 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 I don't mind. I don't mind to answer the question. I, um, no, but I, I came back. So anyway, I've been in Vegas for that long, you know, off and on for 15 years. And that's my joke is that, you know, I've only, I've always come back to Vegas because there was a great like work opportunity. So that's like my joke. Cause I was just like, always like, Oh, just, it's the ex-boyfriend that just wants to love me. And I just, I want, I keep wanting, I keep trying to leave, you know, <laughs> but I'm um, coming back. No. Anyway, in regards to the, in regards to the dancing, no, I'm definitely retired now. Um, it was it was time uh, for a lot of reasons, but um, but definitely a lot of really wonderful memories. Um, I still will choreograph. I'll still get hired to choreograph things here and there. Um, but you know, now that I'm not as active in the scene, they don't call as often either. Mm -hmm. You know, it just kind of goes with the territory. You know, when you move on, you know. Yeah, for um, sure. But um, but definitely still finding my ways to be creative you know obviously we've got this fabulous new show here um yeah as my hey creative girl. outlet now and I still write I'll still write for you know local local publications every once in a while and um whatnot everyone every once in a while somebody wants my opinion on something so <laughs> <laughs> but it, was, it wasn't happening enough it wasn't happening enough that's why I said I need to start a podcast where I can control the narrative <laughs> That's right. That's right. That's right. what I'm taking. Like that's why you always should do your own thing. That's when you asked me why I started Five Star Boogie, why I started my own magazine, why I like to be my own boss. Because man, you can. It can be your world. This is hey girl, yep. your world. You know. It's my world. Listen, no, and it's so true, and you're so right because I am. I don't know what the I don't know what the word is. Uh, I'm sure there, I'm sure there's a word for how I am, but I, I don't know what the word is. <laughs> I don't. I don't do I don't like when other people tell me what to do at all mm. <laughs> so so yes I very much am uh, similar to you in that way of at least uh needing to be my own boss and um yeah yeah because <laughs> I don't I well, don't do you've well been, with, with that you've worked for other people many times before and now you want to you know do your own vision yeah yeah totally Totally. And I had, you know, and I had my production company here in Vegas for a while as well, um, from the top productions. And we did some really great things. And 
you know, we got to work for, like, I, I had, like, Sony PlayStation was a client, uh, Absolute Vodka was a client, like, you know, we were, was really, um, really blessed with that, too, because it was really able to um, produce some pretty big, like, corporate events, you know, that, mm-hmm. that they wanted, like, um, production and entertainment element, theatrical elements to their, to their event, you know, so we either choreographed a show for them, or even if it was maybe strolling performers or models or whatever. Um, so yeah, I mean, I've definitely, I've kept busy for sure, but, um, Good. but the party girl, the party girl had to, she had to, to, to take, uh, what do I want to say? She had to hang up those shoes, <laughs> those, <laughs> those dancing, those dancing shoes for a little while. I needed a break too lately. So, so I'm, I feel you on that. I, um, yeah. and I never wanted to be, I never wanted to be the oldest or last person at the party. <laughs> Either, you know, sometimes. <laughs> well, we've been the last people at a party, okay? Like, well, we will. We... Throw me out. <laughs> oh, girl, drink. you called me on that one. <laughs> you said we have definitely been the last people at a party yeah, before. Okay. <laughs> yes, we have. We've we've definitely been there when the lights are coming up and we're like, what? They're <laughs> like, let just just let this song finish. I'm almost there. Last call. Last call. One more. Oh my gosh. I, they'd be like, oh, like what does that mean? <laughs> the last call but you know you know what's funny though is I think that this is the right time because like I was saying like it's changed like their like nightclub culture is not the same anymore like it's it's really not there's I don't know I think in Vegas the same thing a lot of clubs have been closing down Chicago's the same way so I think we had our time to be the party people that we were and I think the, right. the new generation there's I a, mean there's a new generation and they're gonna do it differently that suits the times um yeah. it'll be interesting to watch It'll be interesting to watch, you know, to see what they see what virtual these children nightclubs. do. They're gonna do the, like, <laughs> virtual nightclubs. Yeah, they're, the virtual nightclub is called TikTok. No. Oh no! <laughs> oh gosh! But I will say that one thing I am that like even though now like there's so many great opportunities for you like that we didn't have before with the internet like you know you could have your own YouTube sure. channel you could have you know your own podcast it's so much easier. Man, when I look at my Instagram and I see all those um, dance videos of like, I'm so glad I didn't take dance classes in that culture where it's like, totally. What the hell is that? The 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 three people Listen. and then everyone cheering. <laughs> what is that? Yeah, no. Oh my god, I'm so glad you brought that up because I was actually gonna, I was gonna get there. Uh, I'm so glad you got there for you first. Um, yeah, da- taking dance class nowadays, it just doesn't. It, it feels like you're already performing or you're on stage or you're auditioning for it's it's just crazy because I remember going to dance class to to obviously to learn and to train to and learn. It was almost it just it just felt like it used to be more of a safe space to maybe yeah actually train yeah. and actually be like oh okay I messed that up I got to do that again it just seems like now right off the bat you're getting filmed and it's going on it's going online right away yeah and it's a showcase for the teacher it's like I, th- I feel like well, it's that too. Yeah, it's, it doesn't teacher. feel like it's for yeah. the for the students anymore. It feels like it's self promotion all the way. Yeah, yeah, and I'm glad. Like, oh, I'm so glad. Like, right, we had our little environment. Although I do wish when we were when we were in class that we had the phone recording devices that we had. Oh my gosh, all the choreography that we could have learned and all the corrections we could have made on ourselves. Woo! Why don't we have Girl, that? Oh my god, then? no. <laughs> So, so when, that when I will hundred percent. Like, Bitch, point your toe. <laughs> yeah, he would too, yeah. honey. Oh, he was. That's why. He, I went, what a brilliant he, man! But he was. Um, and he I was, was like, he he's was crazy. <laughs> oh yeah! Oh my god! Oh, god. We love Joel. I think our we connection is kind of coming in and out. Sorry. 
Yeah, we do love Joel. Um, sorry, I think our connection's coming in and out, but I think we're back now. Okay. Um, okay. No, and yeah, we did. Yeah, he was, we love Joel Hall. I mean, he's amazing. I, I don't know if he'll ever hear this, but we do love you, Joel. <laughs> yeah, we do. Um, <laughs> he, uh, he was, Listen, he was amazing, think- but he was, he was, he had high expectations and rightfully so. Yes. And he pushed us and he definitely pushed us and, he, and it made us better. But in the moment when someone's pushing you, you don't always approach. You, I don't want to say we didn't appreciate it because we did, but in the moment, it just, you're, you're more just like, you're getting pushed. So it's not easy. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, no, no. He made sure. And you know, I think a valuable lesson I learned, even though it was really hard back then is like, you know, sometimes uh, this is going to come off so wrong, but it's going to be so real. And I think it'll resonate with you and other dancers or the, when you're in a company, like, you know, the company director doesn't owe you anything. Even if you think you're busting your ass and you think like, your technique might be better than someone's or you think you deserve a role like they're gonna pick what they're gonna pick and you know it doesn't matter how, right? how hard you work you know it's like, right. it's, 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 you know there's so many factors that go into casting and, casting. and, and, yeah, and I'm sure absolutely. yeah but in Vegas you know that because you've been in a million auditions it's just you know so random I have Not random, I have been in a million yeah. auditions and I've also I've also cast myself like I've casted for shows you know like I've been on the other side of the table now and, and as as you have as well and it is it's it's one of those things and I know we heard it when we were performers we heard it all the time we heard you know that 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 saying or the verbiage of just like oh you know it's out of your hands you don't know what's going on you know you did you did your best and that's all you can do kind of mm-hmm. thing right which and mm-hmm. it really is true it's really not I don't know if I completely believed that until I experienced being on the other side of the table um and it, it is, uh-huh. you know, there were people um, that have auditioned for me that are brilliant and gorgeous in every way, but they just weren't right for that vision. It had nothing to do, because we always want to say, we're also, we all have our egos and we always want to say, if we don't get a job based on what we did in the audition that day, it must mean we were awful or it must mean we're not good enough. Yeah. It's not, it's, it's, it's honestly, it really, there's just more than that factor. It's not just about who's good enough because it gets to a point when he, I think, and you'll know, you'll agree with this and I know you've experienced this too. It gets to a point when you are such a, you are such a seasoned professional, I'll call it, that mm-hmm. when you go to auditions and you are constantly making it to the final cut, you're making it through the entire process. At that point, everybody's good. It's not about who's good anymore. It's not about who's a good enough dancer. It's about now they're looking at other things. They're looking at you know, a lot of other factors, you know, that have no, that you have no control over. Like my cousin is auditioning. She got the part. <laughs> well, that, well, yeah, there's definitely nepotism in there too, honey. But, you know. <laughs> yeah. Oh, for sure. But I, mean, some, like, I mean, sometimes yeah. it could be even as basic as your height, which you cannot control. There's nothing you can do about your height. You know what I mean? Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. Or you look um, like my ex-boyfriend. I'm not casting you. <laughs> well, that too, girl. Well, that too, honey. I mean, yeah, oh, let me tell you. No. I. Yeah, yeah. Well, I've never thought that story, but anyway, <laughs> so many factors. I don't know why we said, but yeah, the lessons that you have to learn as a young dancer, and it was so hard back then. Man, I would not want to repeat those. I would not want to repeat those lessons ever again. That's all I'm gonna say. I'm happy where I am. Are you? I'll agree like, with you that. Know? I'll, yeah, I am. Yeah, no, I'm happy, and they were valuable. I'm glad we. I'm glad we went through it. But I, I don't it, exactly how you said. I don't want to have to learn those lessons again. <laughs> <laughs> Right. Let's talk about the art of reinvention, so to speak. You know, we, um, you know, are entertainers. Um, and you, as I've mentioned, and as we've been talking about, 
have, at least in my opinion, found ways to reinvent yourself or also dip um, your toes in the water of many different um, forms of entertainment or uh, create different platforms for yourself to be creative. So talk to me about that. I mean, is that something that just you felt like come nat- came, excuse me, came naturally to you? Or was it definitely always a very conscious effort to say, you know what, this isn't working right now. Let me try something else. Oh, no, of course it's organic. I just was always interested in a lot of different things. What do you call like people who are like a Renaissance man or Renaissance woman, right? Or whatever. You want to try everything. You want to do everything. And I remember, for example, well, being your own business person, that's just natural. You work for, you work under people for long enough. Now you want to be your own boss. You want your own vision. This is what I'm going to do. And uh, the other thing, like DJing, like I was interviewing DJs for like so long. And around that, I just wanted to learn how to be a DJ. I was like, just show me what it's like. I wasn't planning to go out there and, and be a DJ, but that's what happened. So I think a lot of stuff is organic. You're like, hey, I can throw this party. And the whole thing is you're around the same people, right? So just like being a dancer, you become a choreographer. It's like, oh, I can do a kickball change and just reverse. Can I'm a choreographer. Right, right. <laughs> right. Well, so yeah, so let's talk about that. And let's talk about, let's talk about uh, DJ CZ Boogie. CZ Boogie. So is that, that, am I saying it right? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> you okay. are. So obviously, you know, it, it did. Yeah, I think that that's a, that's a natural progression. I think that that made sense for you. And um, again, I'm a, I'm a fan, girl. So, so t- tell us, uh, tell the audience about that, uh, the beginning of that, the birth of DJ CJ Boogie. So I just, um, uh, my boyfriend at the time was Reese Urban. He helped me a lot with the magazine and he, um, he taught me how to DJ. And um, I attacked it the way I did with dancing. You know, I was very disciplined. I practiced every day. I took notes. And um, yeah, so then eventually, and we had our own residency. It was called Urban's House every Thursdays at this uh, place called Betty's Blue Star or it was called Grand Bar. And I so, remember that. You remember? <laughs> yes. Well, I wasn't, in, I wasn't there anymore when, when that happened, but uh-huh. I, I do remember... Uh-huh. I remember following you. Like I said, I, I'm, I'm a fan, so I followed. <laughs> I followed oh, on social media and, and whatnot. So. Yeah, yeah, so that's right. That's right. So, that, so that's how the DJ came. And I changed it to CZ Boogie, which was my, like, dancer name. I was really scared about coming out as a DJ because, you know, there are a lot of haters out there. You know, kind of, you know, there was a lot of OGs in the house music scene who, you know, it's hard being a new DJ. Everyone just kind of rolls their eyes, especially you know, a woman, etc. But I went out there, I did it. And I was very, you know, I was lucky because I got a lot of bookings and I got booked right away because A, people already knew me through the magazine. I was just, like sociable, everybody knew me. And people don't always like, I think I'm a pretty decent DJ, but a lot of times they don't always book you as maybe, maybe in the dance world too, only because of your talent, but they also book you because they're like, man, how many people can this DJ draw, you know? right? Like, do they have friends who are going to make this party happen? Because... Well, yeah, it's all a numbers game. You know, as well as I do as, as a business person, it's all about the numbers. They want to they know that you're going to bring in enough revenue to make it yes. worth it, you know? Yeah, yeah. So it was fun. So it was fun. And I, I've been DJing for about, about like 10 years now. Can you believe that? 10 years? I and- cannot, but Woo! I mean, yes, I can because you're amazing, but whole, it's been 10 years. Oh my gosh. Oh I remember gosh. too, like yeah, I used to go 
<laughs> well, I used to, well, when I, you know, obviously, you know, as I moved away, um, I, I would come back to Chicago periodically and I'm, I'm long overdue for a Chicago trip. If this, if this quarantine hadn't happened, I was actually, I was actually planning a trip with some, some of my friends to come to market days this year, but that's um, not necessarily happening yet right now. But anyway, I'm long overdue for a Chicago trip. So I definitely need to come see you, but my get to the point, Bill, is that I, <laughs> is that I remember, you know, when I would, you know, come back those first couple of years after moving away, I remember coming to see you, to see you spin. And, and it was just, ah, I loved it. I mean, you were amazing. It, it made so much sense for you to, to start DJing. So I've heard you uh, talk about, you know, different styles of DJing and whatnot. And I, I know, you know, you've talked a little bit about, you know, the differences between DJs who dance when they're in the middle of their set and some who don't and whatnot there was what was it that they there was something you said where it was written somewhere that a dj who doesn't dance i don't trust them or something like that you know right yeah. um a- and but there's but there are really great djs out there like mr g who who does just kill it like during his set he gets up on the on his on the the table and just goes at it and just kills it like so what talk to me more about that Oh, no, it was just funny because I like his music and, and he's really entertaining when he gets up there. He, he, he'll get up on the t- yeah. If anyone wants to Google Mr. G on YouTube, you'll see like he gets really crazy, like really gets into it. But I'm not one of those people. It's so funny. Like, um, no, I'm, I'm very much like I'm going to look straight at the mixer and not dance and, you know. See, but that's surprising to me because you are <laughs> a dancer. Why, but why, why is it? Is it just that you're so much in the zone? of DJing that you don't, that you're not doing the dancing yeah. or, or what, what is it? Do you think? Yeah, I think yeah. so. Which is fine. I, I'm just curious. I'm just more in that school. And even like, I just noticed, I even like DJs who, who kind of like keep their cool and their composure. That's just how I am. Sometimes they're okay. okay who are like spazzing out, like, like calm down, you know, <laughs> <laughs> you're like, it's like, it's somebody who laughs. It's like somebody who laughs the hardest at their own joke <laughs> kind of a thing. <laughs> Like, wait, wait, in other words, me, I fuck, I, <laughs> in other words, me, I laugh so hard at my own stupid jokes. Because it's funny. We like our jokes. Yeah, no, I'm not one of the, or, or right, but yeah, I guess if a DJ is, I guess if a DJ is dancing really, like really getting, or dancing hard to his own beats, it's kind of obnoxious. <laughs> no, no, that's okay. You know, it's hard. Like there are some DJs who like to really mess with the mixer and it's more in the underground scene. Well, also like in big festivals too. And it's to the point where it's like, can I hear the song? Like they'll play with the filters and you know, I'll send you some clips, but that is not me. I mean, the only thing I'm guilty of is, I mean, I might dance a little bit if I've, you know, towards the end of my set where I've had a few drinks, you know, and I'm getting it in. Right. Because you were talking about in your other podcast about uh, performing for people and the energy they give you. Sure. And it's the same thing on a dance floor. It's like, even more so because at least when you're on stage you, you have your choreography and you're going to do it it's either they like it or they don't with with djing it's so tough because you have to like sometimes you have to read a crowd and if the crowd is with you it's great but if you have a bunch of people who want to hear hip-hop or top 40 and you're like i'm a house dj this is what i'm gonna play it can be tough too it's 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 oh i i i'm sure yeah i mean yeah you have to read the that's part of the talent i'm sure and challenge is reading the room um girls who come up to you girls who clearly are at the wrong club will come up to you it's a classic they'll come up to you and hand you their phone and they oh hell no ask for like honey wrong club 
Like, I am playing. <laughs> I can't play that remix right now. This is the wrong club, you know? Oh, no, honey. <laughs> so I actually really love uh, this tra- this uh, mix that you made. Um, and um, there's a couple parts I want to kind of talk to you about. Like, these, these parts, like, were letting me have it. on the deja like the deja vu like talk to me about like why did you pick that why do you what is it about when you're putting these mixes together or you're putting your podcast together or whatever it is what is it about like how do you start going through your selection what what inspires you oh well that mix that you're listening to is like my second mix that i've ever done so it's old but i feel like it's my character the most i like um i like stuff with female vocals um i think they're very Things. Sure. Like the human voice is very uplifting, um, and I like. Um, uh, I just like something that's uh, in a major chord. <laughs> I don't know. Something that's okay. Nineties. <laughs> I really like the sound of nineties house music, and um, if anyone is like a house music fan, they'll know what I talk about. So that's usually like my vibe. I'm. Um, I play all kinds of house, but that's what I really. Uh, that really resonates with me that kind of feeling, you know, like of being in a warehouse at like five in the morning in Chicago or yeah. dancing, you know, like it's, it's something that sounds okay. good. It's something that sounds good to your soul, something that's sweet. Yeah. Well, I love it. I love that, that just even that visual of the warehouse at five in the morning. <laughs> uh, the, the good like old you, days. As you, as you said, we have definitely been the last ones at a party before. <laughs> <laughs> Get them out. <laughs> what about like later in that track? Let me let me play this for you. Like this um this part here too uh, that I, in this mix that I love. was magnifico um no vocals on that one but a lot of really wonderful beats but then you also mixed in janet jackson's song feedback yeah i mean living for all of that like and i love for me again you know you mix in like a top what i would consider a top 40 janet jackson song um but with the the house you know obviously uh, mix of it into this entire entire mix so it's like that's what i love about what you're doing is that it's not just uh, I'm trying to think of the most respectful way to say this because I, I, it's meant to be a compliment. You know, like, as you said, people mm-hmm. who are just pure househeads yeah. don't always um, go into, they don't, they don't like, you know, necessarily listen to some of the mainstream top yeah, 40. Accessible, maybe? Is that the word? Make it more accessible to other people who might like other styles or? Yeah. yeah I know what you mean. Yeah. I so yeah, is that, was that, talk to me about, you know, why you, I mean, w- did that, were you, did you have any apprehensions about doing that? Like knowing that, you know, you, there is a, definitely a, a very um, dedicated, almost like religiously dedicated 
audience to house by mixing in some of the other Oh, no, no, it's, it's you know, R&B and um, remixes of very famous songs by house artists is very common. So they'll get famous R&B songs, they'll get famous top 40 songs and give it a house vibe. And it's completely, completely like acceptable. You know, I mean, if you were to play the actual song by itself, you might get some crazy looks. <laughs> some of the people. But, <laughs> you might get some crazy looks. looks no but the remix world was a really big deal like so you know like people would make thousands and thousands of dollars back in the 90s like to, to remix like a janet jackson track and give it a house vibe because then the dj could play at a club and it would have all these house beats and it would a club mix would be 10 minutes you know so you could you could dance all night close to a radio right. edit of your favorite song by Lady Gaga or whatever, which is only three minutes because they have to keep it quick and keep playing tons of songs. So house remix is a famous uh, or, you know, top 40 songs are completely acceptable in either world, commercial world or underground world. So, so talk to me about uh, Stay Home Disco, um, wh- how that started. Obviously it started because of quarantine, but talk to me about that and tell people how they can um, hear that and, and become involved. Oh, thank you so much. I love, I love an interviewer who does their research. <laughs> Stay Home Disco was actually uh, Terry's idea. It was just like when the quarantine started, he, you know, we always have mixes for different, you know, from different DJs, but he said, you know, some people are going to be staying home. They're going to want to have a lot of, you know, content. So he just solicited mixes from different DJs around the world. And we had a lot, like we have a lot coming in. So if people want to check that out, they can go to, is that okay if I give the uh, website? Absolutely. And I'll, I'll put it on the, I'll post it under the description of the episode as well. Thank you. Yeah, five, my magazine is uh, Five Magazine, and they can go to five, like the number five, mag.net, fivemag.net, and there's tons of articles, free mixes, um, music reviews, like gear reviews, everything you could possibly want is there, and there's the Stay Home Disco series, but there's also old mixes from other DJs that, you know, they can check out every style of house, so, I mean, it runs the gamut from weird, bleepy, to dark, and moody, to happy and fun, all of the above. So I love that. Well, I can't wait to listen because um, I'll definitely be listening to that because I do. I, 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 you know, I do listen to your podcast when you post that. <laughs> 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 Depends when, when Saturn, Saturn comes out or something. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> um, I love it. I love it. And I love it. You know what? You know, you always you 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 know you always find creative ways to 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 keep busy and, and still create creating great work and great art. So I really appreciate that as a fellow artist and also as a fellow um, entrepreneur, I guess, you know? Yes, so bravo absolutely. to you. All right, so now we're gonna go into our final segment here called, that I like to call Girl Talk. <laughs> Girl Talk. Girl Talk, I know you have to say it. I'm, you know, I'm not good at doing any sort of impressions. I'm not an actor, but I think I'm good. I don't know why. So I don't, but you have to say it with like that kind of like, um, like Long Island type accent, you know what I mean? <laughs> like coffee talk, you know what I mean? <laughs> like, it's the juicier. What, what'd you say? The juicier. Yeah, you know, it just it gives it a little bit more. Yeah, it gives it a little bit more juice. I like I like that. I'm gonna I'm gonna use that expression. All right. So, hey, girl, tell me what your who are some of your favorite musical artists? Uh, Jamiroquai, Delight, Early Madonna. Um, and a whole bunch of uh, house music artists, like uh, Masters of Work. Yes. Okay. All right. So, uh, hey, girl, tell me, do you have, tell me what is your favorite quote? Oh, no. See, like, do you have an inspirational quote that drives you? 
a damn quote. I don't uh, hold on. Let me. What's the latest meme that I? <laughs> is that where is that where you get your inspiration? Is there, you know what? I'm not even no shade. I actually I do. I follow a lot of like spiritual and like uplifting motivational like Instagram accounts just so it'll show up in my feed. Like and I just get little. I get my dose of inspiration for the day. You ready to go? How about uh, let's quote? Um, is it Tinkerbell or uh, Disney? When you wish upon a star, your dreams come um, true. I, you know what? Done. I love it. I'll take that. Um, all right. Hey girl, tell me, do you have, uh, what, Oh, uh, this is a good one. What, uh, you're telling me about your biggest turn on, like what, what attracts you in, an, in another person? Oh, um, like physically or just, just whatever. Either. <laughs> well, they have to like, what gets you, what gets your juices going? What makes five star turn into five star boogie? Okay. Ooh. You know what? They have to, have to, have to, have to, have to like the same kind of music that I like. Then I am, let's- I love it. Have to, yep. like prerequisite. All right. So, hey girl. So tell me your biggest turn off. We talked about turn on. What's your biggest turn off? Smell. Like you, you said bad breath, right? In the other episode? <laughs> yes. That's what every, every girl says that. And I, again, agree. Believe it. Believe it. So that's funny. Yeah, it is. So gentlemen and ladies- <laughs> Brush your teeth. So what, um, all right, last one. Hey girl, do you have, and you can take a minute to think if, if you need to, do you have any words of wisdom or guidance that you wanna instill um, or you know, portray to any aspiring artist, whether it be you know, people coming up wanting to be a performer or a DJ or a um, editor or a producer, whatever it looks like, because you at this point have succeeded in all of those things. So what, what advice would you give um to them well i think you are like in the best time to be anything you want to be uh, like with the whole internet thing you could you could you could have an idea in your head put it up on youtube start a channel you could put it on instagram or tiktok whatever and it's right there you could build your audience there's no more intermediary or middle party that's going to stop you from doing it so but i so what i think is is like uh, do your thing and embrace your differences. I mean, it's such a great time. Like seriously, whatever weird thing you're into, if you're into feet and goats, you know, there's an audience for you, you know? <laughs> if you, you know if you like, it's so true though. Yeah, like, you know, just embrace who you are. Don't try to be one of those Instagram clones, those girls, you know, there's so many clones that I see. Like it's that Instagram girl look I always say, but just really embrace your difference really be yourself. And then, um, I don't know, listen to Gary V. Gary V's all about that life. You know, Gary V. Okay. I don't tell me. He's, he's a real, real, uh, very successful social media mogul. And he gives tons of advice online about how to develop whatever it is. And you might want to listen to him too, Bill. It's Gary. Oh, I will. Yeah. Yeah. Gary Vaynerchuk. He has a whole media empire. So, you know, if, if you want to, it's not about the fame. It's about, you know, it's about expressing yourself and, you know, finding people that want to, listen to you i love that it's about yeah it's about finding your tribe you know right feet and goats you know <laughs> feet and goats honey i mean listen i mean <laughs> i don't know where that came from but you know we li no but you know what we might have just tapped into a new market <laughs> <laughs> oh my god well listen i adore you as obviously i've you know um said many times throughout this love fest and I just am so grateful for you taking the time to to sit down with me today 
and I'm just, I'm a huge fan. Tell people, uh, again, I will post it in the um, description, but just tell people really quickly how and where they can um, read the magazine and how they can hear your uh, music. Oh, okay. So uh, it's, go, you, the magazine is five magazine, five mag.net, the number five. My name is CZ Boogie. So you can check me out on SoundCloud. All my mixes are there and my podcasts, soundcloud.com slash CZ Boogie. I'm on Instagram, CZ Boogie, Facebook, Twitter, etc. All CZ Boogie, one word. So, um, yeah. All right. Well, thank you for taking the time to be here. Thank you for having me. Thank you for having me. I so appreciate you. And I'm so proud of you. Oh, I, I really love you. So, all right, guys. It is DJ CZ Boogie. Five Star Boogie Productions, Zarina Marani. Check her out. You will not be disappointed. And I hope you all have a really great weekend. Bye, girls. Go to-